Gonna start a podcast, create a money-making show. Oh, if you think you got the mindset and skill set, then three, two, one, go. Calling all entrepreneurs. If you wanna make more money, build your network and elevate your status. If making money from your show is one of your goals, let Tim Holloway teach you how to make it happen. Let's go. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Money Making Show. I am your host, Tim Holloway. I'm glad to be back at you again. So our topic today, super, super important. If you want to begin to make money from your show, you have to get this down. And that is, am I going to draw my value and my worth from within? Okay. Now, I started out on this podcast journey about six years ago. And needless to say, there was a lot of fakery and a lot of fake stuff going on, uh, which is kind of in general uh, when it comes to entrepreneurship and some of these side businesses and side hustles and stuff. And all the gurus tell you basically to fake it till you make it, which means to lie and do all these different kind of things to give the illusion of success and, and stuff like that. So with that, there was a lot of people, man, uh, fake followers, fake results, fake reviews, fake podcast downloads. Everything uh, was connected to a sense of fakery. OK, and needless to say, I did some of that stuff myself when I first started out um, because I was looking for something else. I was looking for validation. Now, instead of uh, creating value and having a business and making money. I was more concerned with uh, the amount of followers, the illusion of success and all these different things. When in reality, okay, that you can have tens of thousands of followers and not be making any money. In fact, I know a lot of podcasts that fall under that category and they have a lot of listeners and their podcast is deemed successful by audience standards, but they're not making a dime, right? And so that was the mindset I had is let's just, you know, get as much followers as I can, much downloads as I can, much reviews as I can. And the reality is, is that it's useless and it doesn't amount to really anything. So my Instagram story was a total uh, failure flop. Okay. So I paid a company to give me tens of thousands of followers uh, for my Instagram account so I can begin to look high status. So people will think that I'm legit and I'm successful and all of these different things. Well, needless to say, my engagement tanked. And here's the reality about that is that I was naturally engaging with a lot of people on Instagram and making connections and, and stuff like that. But the minute I begin to put fake followers in the mix, now all of a sudden my engagement tanks. And the reality is, is that those fake bots and those fake accounts, they weren't there to respond uh, to my content is because they were all fake, right? They were all from other countries or whatever it is. And so instead of actually helping me, uh, it hurt me in the process. So I'm there for like a month deleting tens of thousands, right? I think I ended up with like 20,000 of these fake followers. So I went from like 2,500 real people to like 20 something thousand uh, filled with fake people, 
Okay. And in reality, I was having uh, okay success with the 2,500 because they were actually real people and they were engaging and they led to meaningful conversations. So needless to say, my story uh, is a warning for anybody who wants to find their validation uh, from external means such as numbers and stuff like that. Now, if you're anything like me, you came into the self-help movement and you begin to work on yourself. You came from maybe addiction or destructive relationships and you're like, man, I need to get my life together. And so if that's the case and you, you could probably understand the statement that I'm about to make. And that is that we spend a lot of time, <laughs> way too much time, uh, with our worth in our validation into the hands of other people and this carries over into the online world so until we deal with like the heart matters and maybe you weren't expecting to get a heart checkup today or from this episode uh, but needless to say we're talking about making money from our show so our belief systems our sense of validation our self-worth and all of those things we have to talk about those things because we're projecting uh, something uh, through our form of communication. Uh, we're projecting and we're attracting a certain kind of people based upon uh, what we are communicating and or not communicating and also based upon our belief system. Okay, so here's the reality. The people that make money from their show or the people that are successful inside of this entrepreneurship journey um, they derive their value and their worth from a different location. Okay. And it's not uh, public approval. It's not the applause and it's not validation. So we have to really look at that and get to the point where, you know what, I'm not looking for mass, mass numbers, though it would be nice to have that much influence, right? But what I'm actually looking for is meaningful conversations in which I can f uh, solve problems, okay? And that's where the money actually is. And the reality is, is that people are not operating from that place of power and from that status. You know what, there's a lot of people um, that I've come in contact with inside of the podcasting game that they're just simply scared that they to even say or even imply that they want to make money from their podcast. Now, this is crazy. Now, this also takes place inside of the faith community that I'm involved in. Uh, and that is that we anybody who has the bold audacity to say that they want to make more money, then all of a sudden they, they feel sort of weird about it. That's not, I'm not supposed to desire to have more money. And here's the reality about this. If you're in that religious context, you may not be, but um, you may enjoy this anyways, that you can't, um, you have to choose on which side you want to be on. Okay. And that is dependent or in interdependent. The dependent stage is the people that need to be fed they need to be clothed and they need charitable donations, which is, you know, gives us a sense of mission and purpose. I get that. Okay. But we have to decide on which side we're going to be. Are we going to be the people that are providers? And if we are going to be providers, then our mindset has to shift and say, well, you know, then I can't be poor then because I can't help the poor and be poor. Okay. And then I can't be, uh, uh, dependent in a state of 
of, uh, of looking to people to supply my, my daily needs if I am to help other people, okay? So the stance of status and power is to be on a stable footing yourself so you can be able to provide uh, relief for other people that are suffering. So getting clear that first is I am a provider and I am going to provide. And if that's going to be the case, then I'm going to have to step up my game and I'm going to have to begin to uh, make more money and have greater sense of influence and all these different things if I want to accomplish my mission in the world. Now I hear podcasters say, you know, I would like to make some side income from my podcast, but that's not really what it's about. <laughs> and I, I agree with that sense. I have a nonprofit uh, podcast, you know, and I speak to, and I give away, you know, everything in the spiritual sense for free. So I get having a missional uh, sort of podcast, but the reality is, is that the show's never going to make money until I set my intention. Okay. And the reality is, is that we talk ourselves out of our intentions, just like this person that said, well, that's not really the goal anyways. Well, you just told me that you wanted to make more money from your show or make passive money from your show. And then you say that out of one breath and then out of the other breath, you say, but that's not what it's about anyways. And here's the reality about that is that show's never going to make money until the intentions are set, until the focus is set, until that becomes something that you are allowed to desire and your intentions are set to, to accomplish that desire okay and when that happens then you'll begin to make uh, money uh, from your show so to be able to be a provider and to step up to that next level where you begin to uh where you begin to be the teacher or the provider instead of the the dependent you're going to have to overcome your need for approval okay and that is like external dependencies on 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 these different things that people call a status and success those have to be let go of because the the real status of success is determining your self-worth from within and not from without okay here's the danger of having it from without well if i have enough people listening to my show then i will feel like i'm a success and that means you're communicating to your heart and your mind that you're not a success right now. And so if you start showing up on, on your show as an unsuccessful person, guess what you're going to betray? Unsuccessful because you, you don't uh, allow yourself to, to feel like you're successful and step into success on teal. And whenever we put success in all these different things out into a future day, we guarantee that we won't grasp or to hold on to them, okay? And now that's the, the key mindset that, that we gotta have there. Now, one thing that I've noticed from high status people is that cancel culture uh, doesn't bother them one bit, okay? They attack them, what do they do? They keep on moving forward and they share their voice. Uh, what happens when one of their YouTube videos gets taken down by the fact checkers, right? They don't trip. And the reality is, is that we have to get to that place where the, that external validation is, you know what, I'm going to share uh, my truth and what I believe and let the chips kind of fall where they may. And that if somebody responds negatively to that, that I'm not gonna, it's not gonna bother me too much. I'm not going to get worried about that, okay? 
And the reason why we have to have this mindset is because not everybody's going to like you. And that's the truth. Man, I had some uh, guy on YouTube bag on my tooth when I sit a certain, a certain direction uh, because I never got the uh, um, wisdom teeth pulled. It pushes a little bit in this tooth. And he must have been able to see it from the camera. And so he ragged on my tooth for at least a month uh, on my videos, right? And all he was was a troll and a hater. And I've had multiple different situations just like that where people begin to hate and all they want to do is, is to criticize you and to tear you down. I've had uh, 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 negative reviews uh, uh, from people that get offended by what I say and all these different things. And the reality is, is that until we can face rejection, we're never going to be good at sales, right? We're taught this. You got to overcome your fear of rejection to be good at sales. Well, with podcasting, overcoming the fear of criticism, you know, I'm sharing my truth and my stance. Am I declaring what I believe to be true? And am I being incongruent in and in alignment with my God and all these different things, right? And if I show up like that, then, then I can pat myself out on the back and I can give myself validation for living up to my convictions and my core values and all these different things. Now, the flip side of that is to look on social media and look at the numbers and go, hmm, I guess I'm not a success. Or when you begin podcasting and you're not getting the downloads and the results that you want, then you go, hmm. I guess I should stop podcasting. And so the reason why I'm talking about this is because podcasting uh, and having a show, uh, if you're looking for validation, it's probably not going to give you what you want. And what I mean by that is that a lot of times you're talking to a microphone like me. I'm, I'm doing a solo podcast right now and you know, you're seeing it and stuff like that, but I'm not getting any kudos. I'm not getting any validation from you and all of these different things. And, and a lot of times it just seems like you go through a prolonged period of time with no feedback. Okay. And then you throw in there a hater that the only feedback you get is somebody who hates you and doesn't like you. And then now all of a sudden you got a recipe for disaster. So this is why your self-worth and your validation has to be solid uh, to be able to face these different situations, okay? Now about cancel culture, is that whenever you stand for truth, okay? And there is a truth that is more near to truth. <laughs> there is more of a, a, a North Star, if you will. The more that you begin to align yourself with truth, the more you challenge people's faulty logic, their stinking thinking, and their negative belief systems, okay? And when you begin to do that, you begin to bust paradigms and misconceptions. This is how you become a person of status and credibility is that you think and you talk different from everybody else. The masses are saying this, but you're saying that. And that's gonna draw hate. That's gonna draw criticism and all these different things. And that's good. My motto is, is if you wanna be, um, get the most success out of your show, find some way to be polarizing. You know, it's kind of like, 
your episode or your stance has to be kind of the talk of the town. And what that means is like, take a stand for something, right? In my spiritual life, I stand for the kingdom of God. And my whole mission is to advance that kingdom inside of this world, okay? And so that might not drive with you and that's okay. And I'm not sharing my belief with you so I can get any kudos. I'm just sharing with you that that's not going to resonate with a lot of people. Uh, that might be polarizing for some, but this is, this is the truth that I, that I am proclaiming and that may be polarizing and that's okay. I'm cool with that. Even after you watch this video, if you say, Tim, that's whack, I'll just give you a thumbs up. Cool. <laughs> that's what I do with haters. Now I used to engage with haters and get into these long conversations that would wreck my day. And I would try to get these people to believe and see from my viewpoint. Now that I'm wise, all they get is a thumbs up because it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me and their opinion of me doesn't affect me any longer. Okay. So if you're going to make money from your show, high status, high status. Now let's talk about this for a second. When you have high worth and value for yourself, you uh, place high worth and value for your show. Okay. And when you come from that standpoint, I am a person with high worth and value. Then you begin to communicate in a way that, that draws people into your high worth and value. I used to wonder when I first started this game out six years ago and I was tr attracting a lot of broke people. And the reality is, is because that's the vibe that I was letting off. And the reason is, is because of my own low self-worth and my lack of identity and all of those different things attracted the same kind of people, right? And so this is why having identity and self-worth uh, brings you more opportunities to create a lot of value for people and for your show. Now, if you're anything like me, and that is you consider yourself on a mission to begin to help people. There's a tendency with us kind of people, and you may not be that, but the, you know, I'm talking to this kind of uh, personality profile for a second. And that is that you want to help the world and your mission is attached to helping the world. We are the most difficult people to begin to ask for money for our services, okay? Because we just want to help people and we're in the business of helping people. And so also with that is the expectation that you shouldn't charge, right? This happens a lot inside of the faith-based industry, the, the coaching space, the counseling space and the marriage and divorce space and all these different things is that you are the helper and you come come uh, to help, you have to be confident and have the self-worth to know your value and what you offer and be okay with uh, attaching a monetary value to it. See, I know with my uh, offer, as far as helping people launch their podcast and getting just jumping 
uh, intro music, a video intro, uh, getting them uh, a professional cover art, getting mass distribution on all the platforms, getting a strategy and get them launched right and on the right path right from the beginning with a dialed in marketing message. That that is highly valuable to quite a bit of people. The same thing, having a podcast and then not being successful and you doing a revamp and getting, once again, like awesome music, awesome uh, cover art, a strategy that actually works so you can begin to make money with your podcast. How much value is that worth? You know, for somebody who carries this on uh, throughout their life and continues to make money from their show, it could be worth gold and what that means could be six, seven figures. Who knows how much that could be worth, right? How much would it be worth for somebody who aligned themselves with uh, their person that they were looking to align themselves with and created a partnership in some sort of business that hit six, seven figures? Now, because of the show, and because of the value that I offer, now all of a sudden that could be worth a thousand. It could be worth a hundred thousand. It can actually be worth a million dollars. It could be worth $10 million. We don't know uh, the value, but that's what you got to understand as far as your offer and what you bring to the table as far as the value and what it's worth. All right. Thank you for joining me on this show. I will see you again soon.